Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to platinum sponsor Podium, titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk and diamond sponsor Ventivid. Whispering Loudly is the workshop whisperer podcast. Hi, I'm producer Mel and today is a workshop whispers episode. So we've got your problems or your questions to look at and hopefully Rach will have all the answers. There's been so many seasons. I haven't seen her stumped yet. I actually think that would be quite funny from my point of view if you ever got stumped. (laughs) I'm going to promise you if you ever get stumped, we just have to leave the silence and I won't edit it out. Okay, (laughs) sure. (laughs) She really does know a lot. Coming up next, we're going to hear from Daniel in Bendigo in Victoria and Ethan, who's in Launceston in Tasmania. Learn tips and strategies from the comfort of your lounge room to make your auto repair shop hum in Workshop Whispers. Whispering Loudly is the Workshop Whisperer podcast. This is a Workshop Whispers episode and Daniel from Bendigo in Victoria has asked, I'm a new business owner and have been seeing a few posts in your Facebook group for auto repair shops about common bookkeeping mistakes. Can you provide any examples or specific financial mistakes that auto repair shop owners often overlook or underestimate the impact of? Well, this is a great question um, for you to ask, Daniel, and not one that, that many new auto repair shop owners think about. Normally, it's a, you know, starting a new business or taking one over, um, there's so much to think about. You're kind of not on top of bookkeeping at the start. Yeah. And you see a lot of it in your closed Facebook group, people talking about it too. Yes, absolutely. You know, they're such good technicians, but the whole business side of things can be really bamboozling. My advice is to make sure that you set up what we call your success team correctly from the beginning. So it's not just your bookkeeper or bookkeeping uh, that's the issue here. It's actually your accountant as well. So make sure you're working with an accountant that's going to meet with you monthly that's going to help you set up monthly BAS payments. Don't do quarterly. It's just way too tempting to rob from your BAS account. And then when it's time for the quarterly BAS to be done, you don't have the money and you end up on a payment plan. And let's just not go there. Get yourself on board with an accountant that is pro all of that. And then make sure that you are not the bookkeeper. Now, often we see husband and wife couple come in to run the shop and the wife may have some skills in bookkeeping. That is okay, uh, of course, if it's not something that burns your energy. If, if it kills you to do the books, that's yes. a really great indication that you should not be doing it because what you'll end up doing is putting it to the side. Something else will always be more important. Things will never be up to date. And... We find this with clients uh, that come into the engine room in this state. It is months before we can actually do accurate benchmarking with them because their books aren't up to date. Yeah, and I've heard you talk about before this to be the case, that it's always on the back burner and it's something people really then 
fret about. Yes. Yeah. As opposed to outsourcing to a bookkeeper, you don't want a bookkeeper that's not a registered BAS agent, even though your accountant is probably going to lodge your BAS for you, but you just want a bookkeeper that has that level of qualification. In Australia, bookkeeping is an unregulated industry, which means there's loads of cowboys and loads of people that don't know what they're doing. So this, this is why it's important to get in with a, a great uh, reputable accountant because they've usually got some ideas okay. about reputable bookkeepers. Yes, um, seek referrals. Yeah, please reach out to us at the Workshop Whisperer uh, for a recommendation to an accountant. Lots of our clients are working with a particular accountant who is doing the things that I mentioned just a few minutes ago. All over Australia and beyond, right? All over yeah. Australia, yep. yeah. Um, and in New Zealand, there's also a certain uh, accountant that we recommend okay, cool. who's also, you know, working industry specific with uh, auto repair shop owners. So the most important mistake that we see is that people will do their own bookkeeping to the detriment of building their business. So pay a bookkeeper four hours a week or two hours a week or whatever it might be. That might be a maximum of $200 in that time grow your marketing, grow your customer service, look at other opportunities, focus on upselling, not on doing something you hate. Doing something you hate repeatedly is a fast track to disaster because you will not get it done and you won't do it properly. Join our free Facebook group, Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop, and join in on the conversation with auto repair shop owners just like you globally. Olivia is in Albury, New South Wales, and she says, Hi, Rachel. I've been following you for a while now and have a question about the markup matrix. We have been feeling a little uncomfortable about the markup percentages as it seems like a big jump from where we were. The market is incredibly competitive and we are worried about losing customers. Do you have any tips on how to communicate pricing to customers? I think the first thing here, Olivia, is to commend you for uh, being brave and saying this feels like a big jump and we're scared. And this is not uncommon. So we do have a specific parts pricing matrix that we share, not just with our engine room clients, but with everyone who's a part of our Workshop Whisperer community. So that's thousands and thousands of auto repair shops. And the reason we share it is because it's a quick win and it's a way for you to transform the result of your auto repair shop. So you can actually go from struggling to having the money to pay your all of your bills at the end of the month as well as pay the team and pay yourself and have money left over because you're charging the correct margin. Yeah. So if you haven't been using a matrix of ours before or any kind, and you've got to be careful where you get them from because okay. they can just be completely unrealistic oh, okay. for our industry. Okay. However, ours is not. It's set up so that you will make the profit you need to run a profitable business. Yeah. This is why we can't use the recommended retail price because the suppliers who put the recommended retail price on your invoice, as many of you will have heard me say many times before, does not take into calculation how much it costs you to run your business. So you can't rely on it. The only result you're guaranteed. And everyone's business costs a different amount to run, right? right? Exactly. So the only thing you can guarantee yourself when you use the RRP is that at best you're going to break even. Okay. So I understand, Olivia, some things on, um, you know, when you price that way may seem like a uh, big jump. But here's what we know. 
For your business to be solidly profitable, your parts margin needs to sit between 48% and 52% as the benchmark, okay? So parts profitability needs parts GP needs to be between 48% and 52%. This matrix helps you achieve that. If you're only achieving an average of 25 to 30% gross profit on your parts, that is not enough money to help you fund running the rest of your business. So you can't expect that your labor margin is going to run the rest of your business for you. That's going to pay your team. That's going to pay your utility bills and all your other operating expenses and pay you. Parts has to lift its own part of the burden. And as I said, your parts GP needs to be between 48% and 52%. Use the matrix. I understand it doesn't feel comfortable, but I can give you the weight of 10 years of experience helping auto repair shop owners to implement this and they all feel a little bit uncomfortable and they all feel a little bit scared. But here's the thing, when they implement it, they get the result without the customer pushback that they're expecting. Yes, 100%. Most people don't even, a lot of people don't notice that much. But they also, as the owner, we've got our head in pricing all day long. Yes, we yeah. are the price sensitive ones. Yeah. And we just assume that because we've got two or three customers that are always telling us that they can yes, get it cheaper somewhere yeah, else, yeah. that all of our customers think that way. And they're not and the best customers anyway, are they? That's, Those that's sort of correct. Customers, yeah. And so most of our customers don't think that way. Most of our customers want the job done right the first time so they're safe on the road. Mm. So And they've been coming to you for however long and they've yes, got that relationship too. That's right. Yeah. So you're the expert. You get to charge as the expert. The matrix is not outrageous or unfair. It is fair. And it allows you to get the profit margin that you need to fund your business and for you to have some left over. And that is why you are in business yeah. for the leftover part for yeah. you. Otherwise, you'd be an employee. That's right. And also, your customers don't want you struggling, probably as well. They love you being in business. So Correct. Yeah. Correct. Thanks so much for tuning in to Workshop Whispers. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning Workshop Whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to platinum sponsor Podium, titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk, and diamond sponsor Ventivid.